Good evening, my friends. 25th, <clears throat> Friday, 25th, January 2019. Heading home after a long, productive day at the office. Helped a lot of people, you know. I feel good. Making them feel good. Helping them. Informing them. <clears throat> a couple things. Let's see if I can do, knock out a couple thoughts going through my mind. First of all, couple, uh, one of the last patients of the evening mentioned, uh, he was talking to his wife and something about, Hey, what's drill up to, you know, here his dog died. And I had spoken to her in person, but he said, yeah, I know because I mentioned it on my podcast here. Um, so a little progress note on the Oberst and passing of Kimura June Oberst our beloved chocolate lab. Listen, we're we're not getting over it. She'll always have a place in our heart. We definitely mourn the loss and will continually, but we've um, really showered Momi, our, our rescue lab. Um, we've showered her with copious love. Like I said, we're going to do, we're sprinkling it all around. I've hugged my kids a little bit tighter. I spent more time with Momi. Um, Try to have more tender moments of the people in our lives. Listen, you know, we're not here forever. And dogs, they live a decade, plus or minus, right? People, you know, we they, they get old, they get broken, they die. I uh, had a friend, a couple friends came in today, and they were shaken up having gone to a, um, a wake. And it's a fucking bummer, man. It's a bummer. How do you know them? Well, I knew them from, uh, I knew the, the deceased from this old bar we used to go to. We'd go there every night and we'd, you know, play games and carouse and have fun. And, um, yeah, she, she died too early. You know, everybody starts, died too soon, gone too soon. You know, remember the good times, all that shit. And everybody's kind of got this puzzled look on their face. Like, you know, it's, it's sad. It's sad. And so my heart goes out to them. Of course, then you start scrutinizing your health and your mortality a little bit and how you realize how fragile this life is so we got to live it every day we got to friggin live it um and be thankful and be kind and just i figured people who are mean all the time they they just uh, i don't know they they must not they just must be apathetic to the shit that the world that falls down around us every day, at least our civilized world that we've kind of propped up, as I said, behind these, this artificial, um, barrier against nature, right? It's, you know, time is going to get us. So condolences to them. I also found today, I had a, I had a patient who called up a guy in his thirties I see him every couple years for a few visits. Good dude. He's, uh, when he called, I was like, hey, what's going on, man? And I said, you know, I've been thinking, uh, I text message him now. You know, I've been thinking, I've been wondering about your dad. I haven't seen him for a while, and we're pretty close. He said, yeah, dad passed about six months ago. So his health was failing. He had endured some troubles, some traumas over the past five, ten years, gotten a divorce, uh, you know, was kind of figuring out where he was in life, 
what he's going to do with himself. Uh, was he going to retire? What's he going to do? And he started to decline and I guess passed. And it, it pissed me off that I didn't know that because I was wondering. I mean, I felt a little disturbance in the force. So, Chuck, I appreciate the time spent. This dude spent, and I spent plenty of times uh, on the adjustment table and after for you know half hour at a time, just shooting the shit. If I had it, we would talk, and he would tell stories, and we would solve the big problems of the world. He's such a good fucking guy, you know, crazy guy, crazy stories. Uh, he delivered candy. At a candy delivery route in Philly and Newark and Trenton, all the, he would drive all in his freaking van filled with candy, load his freaking uh, van up with all this candy from a warehouse where he stored his shit. And in that warehouse might be widgets and knickknacks and all other things that somebody would be storing there, right? They might have a freezer in there. Well, he had candy. So he would go and load up his big-ass van and drive wherever. He'd drive up to New York City and deliver to these various corner stores and stuff. He had plenty of uh, adventures doing this. And so he'd tell me about every one of them and, and crazy stories like you wouldn't even believe. So that was Chuck. Freaking good dude. Sorry he's uh, he passed, but I wish him peace. I, I'll remember him always. And uh, my condolences to, you know, family and friends and all that shit. I'll miss him. I have missed him, so now I know why he's been gone. Um, that's one thing. It's sad. I'm sorry to report the sad shit. I'm trying to motivate you guys. But, hey, let's let's be better. Let's stay in touch with our old friends. Let's uh, take care of people. Let's be kind. Let's help people stay close enough to them so we're familiar with what they got, the shit they got going on, maybe we can help them. And maybe, maybe they'll help us. I was reading somewhere recently about a strategy where, you know, you want to stay in touch, you want to, um, it's good sometimes if you ask somebody for a favor, one positive of that is they don't feel bad about asking you for one, should they need it. You help somebody, well, then maybe they they might ask for help. People who otherwise would not. So I think that that's pretty neat, and I'm going to take that on advisement. Secondly, a friend of mine today mentioned that uh, what he liked about my podcast is that you know I'm kind of profane. I'm I'm intelligent, but I'm profane and pondering some important questions and trying to make laugh. You know, the fulfilling the purpose of the mission of the podcast. To amuse, to teach, to uh, make you consider and question the events of the world, be better to one another. So he said, uh, I said, listen, man, I'm not going to sugarcoat shit uh, about the profanity or uh, I said, you know what you're getting when you listen to my podcast, these are my thoughts. This is the unfiltered Dr. O, you know, Dr. Drill, Aaron Oberst. This is what's on my mind. And so these 
little podcasts that I deliver on when, as I'm commuting to and from the, the office, they've become a habit, and it's the closest that I've come to recording my thoughts in a completely honest way, and I think it's a good thing. I think that someday, if I keep doing this, shit, i got to have 70, 80 of these things now, or damn near close to that. Um, maybe someday when I'm old and gray and my kids stumble upon this, if it's still saved on this podcast app, I guess I'll have to subscribe to it, right? Um, Anchor Podcast, give them a little plug. Maybe this all will all be saved and I'll be able to reflect back and my kids can listen to it and their kids can listen to granddad talking shit and spinning yarns, you know? So, I think that's good. And I'm being, I'm expressing myself and it makes me happy. So, I hope it entertains you. I'm going to try to improve my game. I'd really like to get some guests on this podcast. I know I could do it pretty easily. And what it would need to be is just somebody calling in. Because reversing, reversing, reserving time and actually inviting people on the podcast and physically meeting with them, that's a little bit of a challenge for you and me. I think that the phone does a good job. You hear my little girl call in when she calls me in the morning as I'm driving down to work and she's walking to the bus stop. So I think it, it captures the authenticity of a conversation between two people. Um, I'll leave with this as I get closer and closer to home base here. My wife's birthday weekend is coming up. Tomorrow we're going to her mom's. We're going to spend some time there and uh, shower Mandy with uh, love and gifts and memories. We're going to do a little skit thing where we recreate um, some events that we, we shared across time and do like a little charades thing kind of where we do a play and so that's going to be fun I'm looking forward to seeing all that and laughing with family and having a nice meal and she's truly a person a woman a wonderful human being to celebrate 40 years on January 31st 2019 she's a tremendous woman I, I definitely struck gold. I hit the friggin' lottery of life when we met. We were set up. Quick story. We were set up. I, uh, my first job I took out of school was with a woman, or woman, was with this big clinic. I've talked about it before. Big chiropractic slash medical slash physical therapy slash one-stop shop place. Very high volume joint. Busy. Um, I learned a lot boss wound up being a Peter, but that's all right, I'm glad that I had the experience, I met Mandy, shit, so there's one patient that I became close with, and I'm close with most of my patients, really, uh, really enjoy being a part of their life, not just being their doctor and fixing their back and making them feel good, I want to come into my office, come into my practice, I want to be, I want to be part of your life, I want to know about you want to know about your family and about your dreams and aspirations and if there's anything way I can help you then I'll try 
right? Maybe you'll do the same to me. That whole reciprocal thing again, right? Um, so, one of my patients, she was probably 50s, in her 50s at the time. Uh, I was helping her out, and we became pretty close. And she came in after seeing me for a few weeks and said, you know, I know somebody who's like a female you. And I was like, really? She goes, are you, you know, do you have a, are you in a relationship? I said, no. And I got on a few dates or whatever. Just got over out of a bad relationship. Of maybe six months to a year before that. So I was kind of, you know, finding my, my way in the world. Again, as a single man, took took the job, focusing on my my career. So, long story short, we go out on a friggin' blind date. I pick her up at her apartment. We went out to a nice Mexican upscale Mexican joint. Basically, fell in love. Went speed dated. After that, for weeks. And then, you know, a year later, we got engaged. A year later, we got married. And simultaneously, you know, started our family on our honeymoon. So it was like a fairy tale thing. Mandy's a fucking phenomenal person. She's, she's very smart. She is extremely kind. And um, she's cool. She'd do anything for you. She got a beautiful smile and warms the room when she comes in. She's dependable. She's a phenomenal mother and friend. And I'm lucky enough to be her husband and to have uh, built a family with her, built a life with her. So regardless of what, what happens or how stressful the weeks are, and they are. I don't know about you guys, but... I feel like we're all getting our asses kicked a little bit, right? (laughs) It's nice to go home to um, my family, my wonderful wife and children and dog Momi, and to have built a little piece of heaven to have established that in the storm. And so I got her some nice freaking gifts there. I'm sure that the her family's going to shower her with awesome stuff as well, and we're just going to really take care of her and celebrate this wonderful person, and like I said, I freaking lucked the hell out, because I probably would have uh, met some skank at a bar or something, instead I I met a teacher, and a special education teacher, and everybody knows that I'm a little special ed, no offense, but um, fuck it. I'm doubling down on strange, on weird, and on wacky because this friggin' world would drive me crazy if I didn't use this as a defensive mechanism. So that's kind of the that's kind of the reason and rhyme and reason why I am the way I am is because I have the luxury of doing this. I'm in business for myself. I ain't got nobody looking down my, their nose at me, and if they do, they can fuck themselves. You know what I mean? I'm free, in a sense, because I obviously keep my nose clean and I, I don't do anything illegal or stupid, but I'm able to express myself and I'm able to create my own world, my own life, like the art, like carving a, a, a log, 
and realizing something out of it, bringing out some something beautiful from something rough around the edges, and that's me. So today I met Mandy, man. It just completely upped my game because she makes me want to be, you know, holds me to a standard. She makes me want to be a better man. She um, she sets an incredible standard, an incredible pace, and is always there for us. And so, 40 years old, it's amazing. We met when she was 25, I think. I was 28. So, happy birthday, Mandy. I love you more than anything in this world. I love you all, the rest of you turds as well. I'll save a little bit of little love for you guys, right? I want you to have a wonderful weekend and reach out, be good to one another, focus on the positive and kick ass and take names. Huh!